Learn more about the albums you love with Dissect, a music analysis podcast hosted by me, Cole Kushner, a lifelong musician and composer. Each season of Dissect dives deep into a single album, forensically dissecting the music, lyrics, and meaning of one song per episode. Our newest season is covering Tyler the Creator's Igor, a beautifully honest album in which Tyler explores love, communication, masculinity, and truth. Listen to Dissect today only on Spotify, because great art deserves more than a swipe. There's no better feeling than a personal win, and the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Listeners, welcome. This is Sound Only. I'm Justin Charity. And I'm Micah Peters. We're your Sound Only co-hosts, here to record our deepest, darkest thoughts. I guess I'm talking in minor key about Kanye. Neither of us are particularly enthused to do this, but... Hey, man. <laughs> I like no, don't love me in with you because you, you text you, te- Mike, you texted Mike. me you texted me about this. You texted me about this, and I said pointedly, why? And I ask <laughs> and I'm asking seriously, what will ch- what is the what is the point? Okay. But I acquiesced. Because Why are you bring out a South African accent? For I was this like, part? listen, this is like it is. I'm st- I'm having my day in court right now. All right, uh, listen, this is uh, like, all right, listen, we're gonna talk about Kanye. And the thing is, is that I always say it's gonna be the last time, but somehow they all just keep dragging me back in. Yeah, you know what? It's like this is such a. I I want to sort of share something Mike and I have been talking about, which is like we're just at this stage where. Talking about Kanye kind of from any angle is just you lose, right? It's a lot. It is a lose, 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 lose situation. Heads you lose, tails you lose, scissors you Taking lose, any paper you lose, seizing on the one part of it that kind of makes sense, you lose. There's yeah. like seizing on the one part of it that seems even minorly applicable to some situation outside of the current one that we are discussing, you lose. Yeah. Bringing up anything that he did before, you lose. I even, I found myself <laughs> like driving around last night and thinking like, we should just do like a weird concept art episode rather, you know what I mean? Because like, that's the only way you can even start to win is if we, if, if we did this episode as like an Ace Attorney case and we're just, I, like, I don't know. How do you try Kanye West this is once very, and for all? I mean, like <laughs> this is very walking in to Subway if you still do that and asking for like, yo, this is, here's what I don't want on the sandwich. That's what this episode <laughs> is going to be like. You know, like it's like, yeah, we we don't even have the we don't even know what type of bread we want yet. This is like I like there is there's no logical way to I, I mean like we're we can't approach this logically, so we're just gonna approach it empirically. Can we get much lower? Can we get much lower? This is 
I want you. Okay, so this is the latest. The latest is like the latest flash bang. <laughs> you know, whatever the fuck we are calling these out, outbursts now. Okay, is that like you know Kanye did another drink champs interview? The last time that he did a drinks champs interview it was like the most streamed uh, on choose your platform episode of the show um you know so they doubled up they invited him back especially after kanye's most recent controversy which i believe had to do with yeah start there start the white start the white lives matter shirt because i feel like that's kind of there was a white live there was a white lives matter shirt that's (laughs) what it is that's the story (laughs) nigga like it's just like the cut the the horse runway show like the horse jumped over the fucking fence, bro. Like there was a White Lives Matter T-shirt at a at a fashion show that he made. It was some gorilla stuff at what at at Paris Fashion Week. Yeah. Um. Then it's Tucker Carlson. After yeah, that. I mean, like this nigga did, turns did over a, Tucker Carlson. Yeah. Did a, yeah did a Tucker Carlson interview after that. Um, at which point, like, you know, like he's now just sort of freely breaking the fourth wall, and like, you know, people are now that's what is like kind of. You know, that's how he's ingratiating himself back into conversation amongst people that eat three squares a day and like do other things with their life and have hobby. Like, it's just like people that have other things to do are talking about this guy again because he, you know, can turn to Tucker Carlson and say, like, oh, I can finally now, years later, say that Sway. Had the answer, God, and everybody's just—it was that creepy so, voice. Yeah. yeah, you know, like the, the, that weird, creepy voice when um, I can't even remember. Maybe it was like a Variety interview when, like, he was wearing like that. The thing that I remember most about the interview was the color of the hoodie, but yeah. it was like it was like an, a highlighter green hoodie. But I remember him talking about melting somebody with fucking alien eyes. And it was like, okay, <laughs> what is this voice? Never heard that before. Um, or, you know, like it was more so like one of those moments where you kind of realize that somebody's voice has contorted itself into such a shape as to be unrecognizable to you. Yeah. From like the first way that you encountered it. And it's like, I like it's the uncanny valley feeling. Like, you know, seeing you know, motherfuckers complaining about having to see Governor Tarkin and Rogue One, you know, because he's been dead for 50 <laughs> years. Yeah. It's like, this, it's a similar feeling, right? Yeah. So, wait, like, hold on. Hold on one second, though. Can we draw, I, I just want to draw a kind of marker here. I think it's important just because at this point, the, at the sway, the weird voice, Sway had the answers to Tucker going back to this White Lives Matter shirt, right? I think up to that point, when, when the focus was on the White Lives Matter shirt, you know what I did? I went back and I actually finally reread the very first thing I ever wrote freelance for Complex Magazine in November in 2013. You know what it was about? It was about that conf- the Confederate flag 
the merch. You remember he had the Confederate flag yeah, merch? Off yes, Yeezus? I do remember. It was the Yeezus tour merch where he put the Confederate flag on the side of the bombers and like on T-shirts and he's just kind of like, we're reclaiming it. And yeah. Lil John, the East Side Boys did that first, number one. <laughs> they did, number two, you. like number Represent. two, like, you know, yeah, I mean like, you know, y'all are gonna just, you know, put some race in black history. Name, you know, <laughs> A race in Southern black history. Like, you know, all right, anyway, like this, this is like, he put the, like, putting the Confederate flag on the Yeezus tour merch um, and making claims as far as like, you know, I'm reclaiming this. Just sort of like, we're just doing whatever, you know? Like, it's it's like sort of subversive for subversive sake. Yeah. Uh, really... I wouldn't say that that like it was like the first time that no, you no, no. like, but I mean like, I want to say like the first time that there were like kind of columns dedicated to it. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's like the reason I bring it up. I mean, one, it does feel like a full circle from the like again the Confederate flag bomber to the White Lives Matter shirt. And it's like, one, is the writing in this piece that I wrote in November 2013 great? No, I like to think I've grown as a writer, but. It sort of is kind of being like, I feel like my conclusion is driving toward the idea of like, look, you know, Kanye is a provocation for provocation's sake kind of guy. Like you're saying, I feel like some of the stuff you just said is literally like, I wrote that shit in this piece almost 10 years ago. Right. But I bring it up to say that when the White Lives Matter shirt dropped and I'm reading the Vanessa Friedman and Charles Blow columns in the New York Times about it, I'm at this place of like, OK, but I we've been here before. Right. Like the White Lives Matter shit. Like it's, like, I've it's seen actually, this. it's actually, you know, from like, I mean, from sim to start. Like, I mean, like from from tail to nose, this looks the exact same as every single time that there's anything like this. Down to those columns yeah. and the way that they're written and where they end up. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, there is, you know, it's the same, we don't need to be paying attention to this for 2,000 words. <laughs> yes. That's that's very much, and I, I had no, if it if it had just been there, I, it wouldn't have even occurred to me to do a Kanye segment, to be honest with you. But then, I think the, 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 after the marker, right, like, the breaking point for this one that made, that's made this moment of Kanye weird is when the, the, the footage... The cut footage from the Tucker interviews leaks. And the stuff they cut out of the interviews with Tucker Carlson is Kanye doing these long rants about the Jews and like Chase Bank and Jamie yeah, Diamond. So, yeah, like, and so, like that, like he's been auditioning this material. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's, yeah. he's been touring Around this material. town. He toured yeah. it. He's been touring this material on Zoom, (laughs) on Tucker Carlson, you know. He he took us to LeBron. (laughs) To to LeBron, you know. uh, To Bloomberg. Like, there's like, you know, he's been uh, like, there's uh, like, there is probably a lot of this stuff going around. But like, maybe we reached a fever pitch uh, with like the. With the, with the Drink Champs interview, the second Drink Champs interview, 
just because like they never edit anything. Like there's yeah, no yeah, yeah. like there's there's never there's not even any pushback. Like yeah. they're like they don't even ask follow up questions <laughs> on the show. <laughs> like it's not like a you know it's just like it, the the premise of the show, the draw of the show from the very beginning was niggas getting drunk in the studio. Like it's right. just and talking about life. Like that's and ending up in in profound places occasionally over the course of usually three hours. Like the two chains episode I remember was really good. DMX. Um, the DMX episode was really good. Like Cam just when there's good. just yeah. yeah, there's just people just like that have a lot of stories to tell and they just don't always or haven't always had like the exact environment to comfortably share their like all of those stories. Yep. And is you, I mean, like, that's usually like what you're going there for. Knowing right. that, like, it, taking everything with this with a grain of salt, that, like, you know, it's people telling their whole stories, their side, there's nobody else around <laughs> type of stuff <laughs> that you usually take into, like, you know, rap niggas boasting to each other. Except for when Nori will be like, let's call young Chris. Yeah, oh, no, that's Crack. Cr- yes, he, like, calls yes, he, Crack. Be- yes. He's just like, yo, let's call PD Crack. Can we get PD Crack on the phone right now? Like, it's just, like, it's, it's like, for, you know, it's, it's, it's fun because it's like, it's, the show is propped up on a lot of hood nigga goodwill. Like, yeah, uh, it's, it's really, is the way that I would, describe it like it's very funny or it was initially to just like hear Nori be like I've never heard of that or like you know just to (laughs) to, or to like you know just or to mispronounce things or to lay on the on on the horn for the sound effects or said like the 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 uh the signature make some noise for that god damn it um like thing that he normally does these were all like joyous, you know, quirks. Yeah. Hey, you drop in on this show and this wonderful, colorful character is here, not getting talked over like they do on The Breakfast Club or wherever else, or having the like the conversation forcibly veered in one direction because they did XYZ. It's just sort of like they've been waiting to talk about this and they just talk. The yeah. Big Sean episode is also really good. You the um, thing like your point about people just sort of telling their story, it's like, yeah, that premise is so like it's good for a lot of stuff, right? Because if there's anybody you want to get drunk and just let like talk for three hours, is rappers, right? Of all yeah. the entertainers, yes, is rappers you want to do that with. Yes. Um <laughs> rappers and probably pro wrestlers. Like yeah. there's uh like um uh, retired footballers probably too. I like, but there's yeah, there's like it's uh it's the very difficult like gray area of like the appeal of what locker room talk is and mm-hmm. was or should be. Yeah. Like, unfortunately, that's sort of like what it is, but in a different way because it's barbershop talk. It's like you're in the same way that like. Um, what Pauly Christo say, if your barber's not spreading misinformation, he's trash. Like, it's yeah. just like, there's a certain sort of pattern that you expect when you go into like, like a certain space and you're familiar with it. So it's not like you need to be up in arms about everything that like gets said, although you just like, wow, that's out of pocket or, you know, 
or that being like you jump in where you fit in. It's just right. that like it's impossible to pay attention for three and a half hours like these episodes <laughs> normally are. Right. But before, okay, so we'll, we'll, we're going to talk real quick. Not real quick. We're going to talk about Kanye on Drink Champs. I, I want to point out something, though, about the two pit stops he made before that. The Tucker interview. Or it was like a two-parter, right? Tucker and then the shop, right? I think it's notable, right? Because the shop thing just doesn't get released, right? I think there's like photos from the set of it. But yeah, basically a statement that comes out is like, look, we thought Kanye wanted to have a different conversation than he came through the had. We filmed, but this is just, this is, he's just like out of pocket for the whole interview. We're not releasing I mean, this. like, because like, like, I mean, like to be, because to be honest, like the shop, the shop, the shop is a very Nike commercial version of what a barbershop is. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I mean, like, it's yeah. all the leather chair. Like, there's not, none of the vinyl is torn He's up ripped. on any yep, of the yep. chairs. Like, <laughs> there's no, back. like, like, yeah, there's no, like, there's no hair on the floor. Like, there's no, like, there's no vending machines in there. There's not, like, the ceiling fan that's up there beneath the TV. There's none of the, like, they have, like, they have, uh, wine from excellent year you know at the ready <laughs> in, in this farm like it's a it's very like thug's mansion barbershop yeah yeah the barbershop <laughs> is just the set you know what i mean the yeah. barbershop is just the set and that like it's just successful black people come to talk to one another or successful people come to talk to one another in a predominantly black setting for a change is like you know sort of the draw um I I think, though, you have that, right? It's the, the phrase I want to focus on is the Nike version of yes. a black barbershop right now. Okay, so they just are like, look, given that that is what this brand is, we're not releasing this kind of interview. Meanwhile, Tucker, right? Conservative, right-wing, Fox News host Tucker, right? He airs the interview, but he just heavily edits it, right? Now, why does this happen? It happens because Kanye, at this point, because of the MAGA hat, because all the people who are mad about the MAGA hat are just, are, you know, are just like have scorned Kanye West, all that. All of these people, the conservatives, the anti-woke people have decided, OK, like Kanye is our political icon now. Right. Like we're going to use him as a cudgel against like what used to be his own fan base. But they're doing this on Fox News and like primetime. So they can't show the part that sort of like incriminates them, right? So they're just like, okay, he said all this wild anti-Semitic shit. We'll just cut it, right? So and to me, that's notable because it's like, so in the one corner, you have the shop, which is kind of using you and using your name for like, you know, we this high profile guest, right? And it's just not releasing the interview because they're kind of like, one is hate speech, literal like hate speech, you, and two, yeah. like, like this isn't you just good for came you. And you this made it very weird for everyone, yeah. and I think it'd just be best if we just show this. Right, safe, cool is probably how that conversation went. And this is like, yeah, this is like, um, well, uh, it's probably not the opportune time for us to release this. Is the difference yeah. in like conversation. Right. And then the Tucker shit is like, well, we, we need to use this guy. Like, I don't know. It just there's something that everybody is using Kanye, but it's on different levels. And 
I don't know. It's like the skeeviest version is the Tucker, right? Where it's just like, no, we're going to use this. He's going through a mental health crisis. He's developed all these hateful ideas. We'll just edit around it to make it look cute. And like, it's really just an interview about his kids being kidnapped or something by the, by Chris Jenner. Right. But anyway, it's all this all back to your point about drink champs, right? Where drink champs doesn't have any of this. It doesn't have the sort of Nike version of a barbershop, you know, message. Discipline. Like he is just, and talking. it's not edited. And it's not edited like Fox News Tucker, right? It's no agenda. They it is drink champs, right? You he walked in the building and Nori and God bless Nori. God bless Nori, but this nigga Nori, he he's just gonna let him talk, right? He's gonna force feed him alcohol like he does. He sits him there and it's what is it? It's like three hours, twenty minutes. I got two hours through it. I watched two hours of this interview. Wow. And that for is better impressive. Um and it's like out the gate, right? He just starts out the gate with the Jews control like, the world yo, stuff. Listen, it is. I I want you like I mean like I made it twenty seven ish minutes into this into this video because it is. I think I stopped at the exact moment that he because there's there's several different inflection points in there. Like here's the thing about Balenciaga or. All right, so this is my beef with Jared Kushner, I think is where I stopped. <laughs> like, but for like, I mean, like at a f- the first, the first make some noise for that goddamn it thing comes in at about 14 minutes and 36 mm-hmm. seconds. Yeah. After which, like Kanye has been talking for a long time about being in the similar tax bracket as Bernard Arnault, the founder, of L- the CEO of LVMH, and Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, and um, everybody's trying to eat off me and the Kardashians kidnap my baby, and black people is Jews too. All of these things have happened, and then out of nowhere. Because I mean, like it this it always comes back to this. I'm the richest black person in history. And then air horns make some voice of that goddamn. It was like so just like there's absolutely zero pushback anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like they're just letting him talk. Like the same, like similar, like gobbledygook, but like at the at the at that first Pusha T release party, the the the, the that video where he's just like, I'm off the goose right now. I'm, I'm getting like the first. This is the first, like, <laughs> um, you know, if you know so damn much, like, what did Young Thug say on the chorus of Lifestyle? It was before that, it was like, if you know so damn much, what did Kanye say at Pusha T's release party? Like it was. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, and it's that, and you know, but yeah, there's no ad, like nobody's check, nobody's there's not like enough people in the room, like to that to 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 give him strange looks. <laughs> or, yeah, which is what makes it such a microcosm of what it feels like got Kanye to this point, right? Because it's sort of the, the I would say the interview overall, right, is this uncanny mix of what you're saying about if you're so smart, what is he even saying? But meanwhile, Kanye is saying everything he's saying with this sort of like real determination to put some bass in his voice and to speak like he really thinks he Moses and to speak like he really thinks that he is the like totalitarian 
leader of that black he really people. thinks he's Michael Jackson. Yeah, he's just yeah, like it's just it, but it's so I honestly want to know what what place he thinks Michael Jackson holds. <laughs> like in like just in general, like you know, I would like to like just un, that's that's actually like you know. Where are these like the the actual place that these names that you're just plucking up randomly and I you know place themselves as ideologues next to yourself? Like, where do you think that their place in history is actually rendered? Yeah, well, I think that's okay. So that's true about Michael, who he always invoked, and he's invoked for a lot of his career, right? About Michael yeah. Jackson, right? But. I would also say that kind of comes down to I think that's also how a lot of his like hateful ideological pronouncements come from too. like they come with this weird sense of like he says stuff with such conviction but also it's very clear that he doesn't know what he's saying really and I think the the thing that makes Kanye frustrating to talk about right the thing that makes us really not even want to have this conversation for the umpteenth time again on this episode, but we're doing it because we know our fans want to hear us talk about Kanye. It's that like, look, it's so transparent. You watch the interview and it's so transparent that what this really is all about is that the guy is struggling in a lot of ways, mental health ways, but other ways. And he's divorced. And that's it. Like any, he any is, ideological scaffolding it, you want to put on top of that is arbitrary. It, it's so, you look at him and you're like, exactly. It is just like this is the most divorced person I've ever seen or encountered with any of my senses. That's like there is no, like, it's just hollow. It's just that it's, you want to just be it's like, it's just that. It's just that, and it's not even like it's not even divorced as a marketing tactic or divorced as a persona. It's just like divorced as a state of being. Like, yeah. I mean, like it's just sort of, and I mean that emotionally, physically, and mentally. It's not Marvin Gaye divorced. It's not here, my dear divorce. It's not even future divorce. Like, I mean, right. like there is like, there's the, like, there's also an extended period in the interview where he's trying to once again be like, I have bitches. Like, and it's like, it's like the most, non like you have negative bitches but he's just like yo, okay like there's so he's just like yo i like he goes okay like i like to go from girlfriend to girlfriend i like to buy my girls birkin bags again after doing all this adjacent to i hate drake but i want to do a song with him and he's the best rapper ever just like drake i collect birkin bags but what i wasn't talking about drake what are you why are you talking about drake thing he comes to this thing about like I also like you know I you know like I could you know I I got it and I can trick too etc. And it's like the most please like my sport ass way of saying it. Like it's like it's not cool at all. Like I mean, in contrast with that one interview with like a, the the uh, I'm gonna say it was a the future interview. Um fairly recently and I'm like it's like I'm mad that this is keeping us from talking about like the future the future resurgence that is actually more fun yeah. to talk about like you know he's just back to like I don't really care about being a pop star rapping with street niggas again and also that thing that Jay-Z said about in the future niggas playing football with your son and that never sat right with me so I'm gonna say something about his wife <laughs> like there's mm. like he's also like that's the stage that future's at so 
again, having like he's the other person living this outre revenge dad fantasy thing. But like it is kind of like it is his brand. So there's this interview that he's sitting across like. uh, um, I can't even remember if it was Rap Radar or not, but it was somebody something in a broke off fitted talking about. (laughs) You like he goes, yo, like how much, like how much money do you think you spent on women, like in the last year? And he go like with all of his jewelry on, wearing shades inside, and in a chair that looks like a throne for some reason. He never, he always like really produces the interviews, even if they just sit down. <laughs> He's just kind of like, oh man, like three. Interviewer goes like, uh, what, like three, like hundred thousand. You know, like trying to like pull it out. The future's like, nah, three million. And it's like, that's future's thing is that like, yeah, okay, like he's he's like he's future just is tricking constantly. That's like his entire schedule is that. <laughs> and it's like whether or not it's the shtick and whether it's his real life does not matter at this point. It's his thing, it's been his thing for so long that he's a specialist at it. Like it's not actually one dimensional this by contrast this is kind of just sort of flailing around and grasping at everything and reading no books and like you know not actually talking to anybody who will like just be like yo shut up are you hungry you know, like, it's just like, there's like, it's, there's, you know what I mean? Like, there's just yeah. like, there's, it's no one around like asking basic ass questions. Yeah. It's my line has been on Kanye. I, when I live with Freddie in college and I like saw, I remember I said this to him the first time and it's like, it only makes more and more sense with time. It made sense when he, he married Kim, made sense when he divorced Kim. It makes sense when you watch his drink champs interview, where it's just like Kanye has always since college dropout, he's always been the guy who has the energy of like, who was just sweating a girl hard in high school and got no play, right? He has the energy of the dude who just, at some point in his life, a girl hit him with the Lisa Simpson, Ralph Wiggum moment, and he never recovered. He never recovered, bro. You freeze frame the tape. He didn't watch Johnny Bravo, you know? Like... (laughs) Is what like, we're saying. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, and part of it, look, I mean, when Kanye was in favor, right? Like he was annoying, but the music was different. A lot of shit hit different. And now you look at it. And again, I think part of what makes these conversations so frustrating, right? Is a couple things are intention, right? Which is the part of it where it's like, look, a lot of this is ugly because this dude is like, Unlimited power in whatever his little bubble, his, his little Calabasas bubble he's created for unlimited himself. Unlimited power and access, despite and like go- to to perpetuate like whatever the fuck it is that he's got going on. But also like it's like it's like you know gently, it's gently mortifying that like you that you were ever writing effusively about a person on the internet. But also, like, you know, that's, I mean, the game is the game, baby. Like, you know, and I own up to it every single time. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like, it's like people, people try to make it out, though, to be like, it's just about, 
I mean, now we're we're talking about like anti-Semitism. We're talking about him going on like three hour rants about yes, like bankers like and shit. But it's th- like yeah. people people want to make it out to be and this is this is what's always frustrated me about all discourse after the MAGA hat, right? Which is like people are just like, oh, people are just being snowflakes. It's just like liberals don't like him now because he doesn't pander to their politics. Let me tell you something, brother. Like when fucking Van Morrison came out early in the pandemic. Not early. He actually, it was like when he came out, like around the time the vaccines was going out, and Van Morrison was on fucking Twitter talking crazy about vaccines and and lockdowns and COVID. Everybody is still doing that. Yeah, it's just like people, like people are wilding. Like I mean, like Eric Clapton. (laughs) Yeah, Clapton is 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 unsavory in all actions away from a guitar in centers at center stage. Like there is no, like it's, yeah. I mean, like there's, but I get like the, like I get that, like, you know, as, as a point of comparison. Right. But I just mean, I I specifically want to, to make, I want to draw a line and say like, Van Morrison can say whatever, like he could be a dickhead on Twitter. Right. Eric Clapton could be a dickhead on, even MIA. I saw the shit with MIA. Where she, you know, she's doing her little Tulsi heel turn, right? And people are free to do that. And at the end of the day, I love MIA, right? I am actually not the kind of person who's going to be torn up now about listening to Mata or any of the earlier MIA albums because she tweeted some shit about, you know, Pfizer, right? Like, I, you know, I've taken it under consideration, uh, have a nice day. Like, Maya. This is honestly right? no, 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 no. This is like, like it's we all we both have publicly wrestled with this sort of stuff yeah. in print and on this podcast, and I've yeah. made my peace with God at this point. Yeah, but it's I think the difference is that like with Kanye, I think when when okay, I get stressed out during this sort of cycle of backlash because it's like no one's gonna rationalize MIA for it. you. Either agree with what she's saying or not. Same with Van Morrison. Same with Clapton. You go to the Kanye subreddit right now, like these. You, I have seen some it of the most extreme rationalizations like, I could ever. I, like it's witness. not even. It's like if cult you are, Yeah, I mean, like anywhere that if you idle on pretty much any <laughs> in on any social social media thing and get to the explore tab or wherever it's at, eventually you will end up on some screen grab. From a from a, like a notes app deluge that came that day that Kanye posted on Instagram and like you know there are people hotly debating it. Yeah, like and it's well, it's mm, it would be one thing if they were like debate is too good a word. Oh yeah, for sorry, it. excuse me. Yes, <laughs> it's too good. Yeah. A word like for let it. me let me not let me let me <laughs> please let me let me extract strike that word from the record in in regards to what the fuck is happening here. Because it's just like... Oh my god, I can't believe that I've come all the way around to say keyboard warrior. I never thought that like there was... I never thought that that was a thing that really existed. As as a person that used TweetDeck and lived on a computer for however many years, like... Working some, like, I mean, like, you know, it just like a blogging. Like, I didn't think that a keyboard word is a thing, you know, (laughs) like, but I have no other way 
to describe like the 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 thing that I'm trying to to, to that I'm grasping at here with all of these different fervor. illusions. So like it's, yeah. it is like a it's a like it's zealotry. Like it's not like it's not like it's not fur. Like it's something like deeper. <laughs> it's so like as if you know the entire way that i've lived my life will be wrong if i if i if like you know if i allow you to quibble over this one glaring factual inaccuracy in this in in, in this thing <laughs> that's being said right now you know what i mean like it's yeah. it's that sort of like i've you've insulted my entire system of living yeah and that that is to me the thing that makes the Kanye shit different. That makes it again. It's like this, I want to say that makes it dangerous, and then it brings us back full circle to what we were saying in the very beginning, which is like there's no way to talk about him at this point where you don't lose because then you become what you become like, like a hectoring, dangerous, a hectoring yeah, dangerous progressive seems... who is like afraid of speech, and it's like well, no, it's no, not no, about no, no, that no. though. It's no, not no, about being I mean, afraid like, of speech, even dangerous like feels like i like i like it's like i roll my eyes like having yeah, to yeah. even so like it's like it, it's like it's dangerous doesn't feel like the right word either you know like yeah. it's just even dangerous feels like too lofty like it feels too like serious of a word for like what this is yeah but but lo but lofty the reason it gets so lofty is just because like if this were mia or nugent or Van Morrison or Clapton or whatever, like you feel like there would be more of a, like the ceiling would be a little lower and Kanye could have these extreme like articulations and people could take it or leave it. But because it's Kanye fans we're talking about, what ends up happening with these people is like their religious devotion to this dude is such that instead of taking it or leaving it and being like, well, you know, I don't know what he's on about. Like, this sucks that he's like this. Like, I like his music, whatever. Instead, like, and I, there are plenty of reasonable late career Kanye fans. I'm not saying they're all like this, but I'm saying that, like, the distressing proportion of people who, because it's Kanye, they feel that they got to jump off the cliff with it. That's the thing that's just, like, that makes this so irritating to watch is watching all the other lemmings follow him off the cliff. That's what that's what tears me up about it. Yeah, I mean, like it's sort of like finding relief at the one thing in in a in a stream of things that sort of makes sense, and that being enough to justify the rest of it, and that being like the pattern, the mode of like the way that you talk about this person. Like, you know what it is? I really enjoy this one Instagram account called Catatonic Youths, which just like, um, <laughs> because it's just awful. Like you just, the best way for me to describe it is that you just get <laughs> like assaulted with like random clips of awful music <laughs> and like beat reporters covering uh like aging rock bands that are still in the circuit and giving interviews about random things and their like views having like morphed with 
I assume whatever like there has become of their cognitive function as a result of like the tour lifestyle for 50 years. Like it's basically like it's it's just like I'm like it's just like all right, we I'm ready for these clips to just start ending up on catatonic use, along with the music too. Cause if you want to be honest, that shit has sucked for years. You know why Kanye is having to do all these, like, you know, oh, I'm putting out my own thing and on its own streaming services. Nobody wants to release that shit, bro. It's off. It's it's like, it's like, what are you I like it's I like I honestly can't grasp my hand around this weird wispy magical farcical somewhere between gospel and studio patter thing that he's doing like oh that song actually was about uh some girl twerking for dick cheney on a private plane like this all should be relegated to parody Instagram accounts. I don't know why it's in the New York Times as like a like as a going concern. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's funny the way you articulated that. It's like I, I'm having flashbacks to like all day, right? When Kanye songs stopped being kind of songs and they started being these kind of cult artifacts that only really they weren't that good as music and they really just it's had just like oh i had to... 36 niggas on stage at the brit awards and a flamethrower like yeah. it wasn't that tight it's like okay but this song is kind of you know what i mean but the, like it's not it's not the point right like the, the music is not really the point of anything and i, I don't know like we both sound disappointed, which is another version of losing when talking about Kanye, right? Because the only, the only, it's like there's a kind of person who seems to believe that, like, no, the only way, the only way to win is to sort of not take anything Kanye says seriously, to be like ironically detached and just sort of insist that him ranting about Jews for hours at a time is, is subversive and funny and like, weirdly sort of actually essential to or the principle excusable. of freedom of speech or something yeah. like that. It's it's just like or like or excusable uh by way of like other points that he magically arrived at like or you know graciously arrived at once he managed to land the plane. I like it's just like there's yeah it's yeah, very... so many comments are like, oh, he had some points, though. Like, he, the, he has some points. And it's like, you want to yeah, shake it's... every one of those people in a YouTube comment section and be like, dog, he didn't have the points that you think he had. Like, I, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't. <laughs> he didn't have the points. He doesn't have uh, the just points. Like, no, it's like, it's literally at <laughs> this no stage. Points. Like, it's like the same way that like when I when it finds me somehow in real life. Like, you know, if my friends show up and want to start talking about Kanye, I'm going to point you to this video I watched about how to quickly caramelize onions in, under, in like another <laughs> 10 minutes instead. You can't quickly you know caramelize. I mean? You got to take time to caramel. What are you talking hey, about? Hey, listen, man. It's always like, a it's life like, hack if you and it never works. It, it like, it's, it's passable. For no. when you want to make a, when you want to make a patty melt. And Set you aside some, 45 some, minutes on low. I'm just Listeners. saying. <laughs> All right. Like, you know, 
And then, like, I would rather have that debate with the person next to me than, like, yo, why are we, like, and then, oh, man, like, but, no, but you don't get it. Like, he had to intern at these places, and they were all on the same level, and now he actually is Ralph, and, like, you, uh, blah, blah, and it's just, like, I would rather... I was about to say something that actually, you know, I, you, I forgot where I was at for a second. But I would rather do a lot of things than have that conversation. <laughs> you want to tell these people that like, y'all can't go listen to MF Doom album or something? Like, it's nothing, not it's just Kanye, that's the only option. You know what I mean? It's like, or just listen to, you kind of want to, like, Again, I am. Why is this a my... point of connection? Yeah, it's just yeah. like, I, like, why is this a like? This is <laughs> why is this a litmus test still? Yeah, I don't yeah. Know, like, I like, I again, like, there is nothing else to talk about. Like, and I, I know I say that every time, and I can, t- but the thing is, is I can talk about anything for a really long period of time and have a lot to say about it. Yeah. Like, but at the same time, it's just like, I still feel like we have talked for um, about 45 minutes here and not arrived at any sort of conclusion. I just, I, I hope to live, like, again, as a critic, right? As somebody who I just, I take Kanye West's existence as a fact of life. I don't always enjoy his prominence, <laughs> clearly, but I just, it kind of sucks that the way he moves at this point, it's like he himself doesn't really seem to care that much about his music, right? And I'm a music critic. I'm a critic of a lot of things, right? But I got into writing as a music critic, and it's like, I like Kanye West music. I don't really care about his art projects. I don't really care about the art of celebrity. I just don't care about that shit, right? And so it's weird that I... Somebody who actually doesn't think it's that funny to like go on anti-Semitic rants to Tucker Carlson and Noriega, right? I'm in this position where it's like, okay, I must just be some like artless, humorless progressive. And it's like, dog, I like music and Kanye West doesn't. And now all he does is give inflammatory interviews because like that's the sort of fuel of his celebrity more than him making a fucking good album on par with Jesus's. And it's just like, I'm not just, the asshole I, like, here. It's, it's, you know no, it's, I mean? it's really like, it's honestly, I feel like it is now like with every time talking about Kanye is just seeking out the worst person at the party and forcing yourself into a conversation that lasts the entire night with them. Yeah. And then going home and being mad about how everybody's trash. When it really, it's just like, you know, there was other stuff going on. <laughs> there's yeah. there's other stuff you could have got into. There's other conversations you could have had. This night could have gone differently. But instead, yeah. we're talking about this. Yeah. And being upset about it. Yeah. And I, I feel you about that. And it's a trap. And I think, look, man, we know it's a trap. <laughs> we know it's a trap. <laughs> We started this episode acknowledging that it was a trap. And we fell for the mousetrap. And I, I don't know what to tell you. I know listeners wanted us to fall for the mousetrap. Sometimes we walk admirably into the trap because that's the job. But like, I will say, if any of the people listening to this pod are that kind of per- the person who is like in the sort of our Kanye mindset, 
where they're ju- they find themselves playing dev- devil's advocate for this nigga talking about the Jews killed Virgil Abloh. It's just like, dog, snap out of it. Just snap out of it. Like, do not up. and like and, <laughs> Just and grow do up. not like like straight up don't email us about it either. Like I don't have anything like it's like I don't have anything I don't have anything calm or measured to say about it like anymore. <laughs> like and enjoy the, and like look, enjoy the music all you want. No one's sitting here saying you gotta blacklist them from your Spotify playlist, nothing like that. Enjoy the music, but just just if Kanye, if Kanye, I don't know what Kanye, like psychologically on any other level is capable of doing, but you as the Kanye fan, like are capable you, of so many things. So many things of listening to so many other albums of I don't know, man. Like, listen to Kanye all you want. This isn't the again, cancel Kanye. It's just like, look, how interesting is this really? But like, how yeah, interesting but it's, but is the like, really? You know, it's it's really that's just all I'm like, asking. I, listen, if you want, if you like if you want to listen to the music, that's cool. Uh like, but I'm slamming the door in your face if you come to me talking about how he's the way, the truth, and the life. It's it's time out for that, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, email us about, email us reasonable things this week at soundonlypod at gmail.com. Again, like, I don't like to lecture anybody about anything, but it's just like, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and do the dirtbag dance of like how I'm too ironically, like I'm too ironic and cool to like, think that this stuff is bad like sometimes like ranting about the jews is just bad and like it's just bad you can't dress it you can't dress it up in anything it's nothing to dress that shit up it's just bad and being upset about it is also boring at the and reasonable but it's it's, on a personal level i mean like on a personal level is like on a personal level being upset about this is boring at this point right um so that's all we got sound only pod at gmail.com. Uh, we'll talk about something less angrily next week. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm Justin Charity. And I'm Michael Peters. Shouts out to our producer this week, Isaiah Blakely. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs>